Happy Tuesday, beautiful. I hope you are warm and well on this brisk January Tuesday. What is new with you, boo? Let me know what's new in your world, what's great, what's good, and even if you care to share what is not so good. I am excited to have you here on the Tiffany Huff Experience Podcast with me, your hostess with the mostest. Tiffany Huff Struthers, and we are digging into day, or excuse me, episode 18. So I wanted to share today um, about why I believe the overused saying mantra um, quote on social media and by um, people in general is a myth. Specifically, this idea, this quote, this thought that the dream is free and the hustle is sold separately. I do not agree with this. I don't believe it's the truth in my experience. There is a price to be paid for the dream. And in fact, there are times when you can hustle for free and not necessarily get to the dream, right? Because so often hustling is glamorized to the extent that you believe the hustle is the dream. And that is largely why there is some confusion about the truth and reality of said quote. So um, this past weekend, I was fortunate enough to spend it away at an amazing little bed and breakfast with 11 other women for my very first writing retreat. And this writing retreat has been a very, very, very long time coming. It is something that I have prayed about and put on vision boards and, you know, wrote written on my bucket lists and on journal after journal after journal. Um, you know, I had folders and Google Docs and journals with the plans for the retreat and, you know, where it would take place, all of the things, right? A dream that was certainly deferred. Um, but I, what I know for sure is the dream was not free, right? In fact, the dream cost me so much that it is invaluable, Right. And one of the first things that it cost me was sacrifice. Well, I guess the first two things, sacrifice and surrender, because I had to be willing to sacrifice some of the things, specifically my story, my truth that I felt I could keep to myself until a certain time. Um, I had to be willing to surrender that to God and allow him to use it the way he saw fit before my dream was realized. In fact, I had to endure the pain and the process that birthed my story, that birthed my book, that, you know, birthed the blog Scenes from a Single Mom when I started it way back in 2011. I had to be willing to endure all of the challenges, the pain, grow through so many experiences before I was even prepared 
to manifest, to walk in, to live the dream and the prayer that I have been praying and dreaming for so very long. And so I want to be sure that you are not out here in these streets thinking that your dream is free. It is not. There are some experiences. There is some time you are going to have to invest. There are some lessons that will have to be learned that will cost you. And if nothing else, your dream is going to cost you the investment of time. And your dream is going to cost you the investment of and surrender of some of the things and people you think are most important to you. There is a price to be paid for your dream, regardless of how much hustle you think you have. And I wanted to share from the perspective of Daniel. I have been studying Daniel for a few months now. Um, probably started in late fall of 2018. And I have just been digging in and digging in and digging in to the book of Daniel. And it's a fairly short book of the Bible. Um, as it relates to the other books of the Bible, the book of Daniel doesn't have as many chapters as many of the other books, right? When you look at, um, like Proverbs or Psalms, or excuse me, when you look at Psalms, Daniel could be engulfed in Psalms 10 times over because it's 12 books. But I have been spending a lot of time really digging into the book of Daniel because, of this mentality of the dream being free and um, knowing that God has been telling me to share the truth, the reality um, of the cost of the dream. And Daniel, his story, his experiences are very well aligned or they demonstrate the reality of the cost of the dream, right? And so immediately when Daniel, in the book of J Daniel in chapter one, it starts out with Daniel having to sacrifice some things, with Daniel having to surrender what everyone else thought was necessary, what everyone else thought was the norm. In fact, Daniel's need to surrender and sacrifice made other people uncomfortable, right? And I want you to grab hold of that, like catch that. There are people in power who also believe the dream is free and they simply want you to do what they tell you to do or what they know to be the right way to do things. And as long as you do them and hustle accordingly, right, then everything will be fine. The, the dream will be made manifest. But we learn from the book of Daniel, and if you're honest and you're willing to take an honest look at your experience and your journey and what you've grown through, then you know this to be true for yourself, that sometimes you have to be willing to go against the grain and what you are called by God to sacrifice and surrender will make others uncomfortable. And in Daniel 3, it talks about how the king was telling his people to bring someone, some people before him who had and were gifted in wisdom, right? And so he wanted some people to come who had the ability to serve and who they could teach 
and who would be able to be strong servants, right? And so Daniel was among them. And they had decided um, what these specific chosen people would eat and drink, right? It actually says the king appointed to them daily provision of his delicacies, right? So that meant that they were getting all of what would be considered the good stuff, right? This is in fact likely part of some of those people who was chosen. This is part of their dream, right? They were selected to live their best lives go eat, drink, and be merry and prepare to serve in the highest way they could serve, right? And by all accounts, this would be the clarity or the affirmation of this um, thought that the dream is free. But Daniel recognized that what everybody thought was living their best life, what everybody was consuming that they thought was so great while everyone else was celebrating what the powers that be decided were the best, he recognized he was called to greater. He recognized he would have to sacrifice and surrender what was being told or given to him as truth in order to get to where God was calling him to, in order to use his gifts and talents the way God intended him to. And so he said, I'm good. I'm not going to defile myself with the king's delicacies. I'm not going to drink the wine. I'm not going to eat the foods. I'm going to go ahead and eat what I know is good for me. What I know is going to glorify my body and in essence will be glorifying God, right? And so I want to challenge you to consider what it is that you're attracted to because you've been thinking that the dream is free and it takes the hustle to get to where God is calling you to. Where is it or what is it that you have been attracted to that is defiling you, your calling, your dream, right? Who have you been allowing to tell you this is what you must do, this is what you must consume in order to manifest what God has for you. And in fact, are you willing to challenge those standards? Are you willing to be the example of excellence, right? Even if it means that you are misunderstood or, you know, people are giving you the side eye. You out here in these streets by yourself. You got to pack a lunch everywhere you go. Or you are looking different, right, than everybody else because you are called to and set apart. And so everybody wonders why you got to do all of this extra. Why you are always doing the most when really you are doing what is best. You are, in essence, walking in the truth that the dream is not free but willing to sacrifice and surrender for God to get the glory. So what have you been told or what have you accepted and embraced is necessary even though it is defiling you? And so, you know, David says, or excuse me, Daniel says, you know, I can't eat this stuff. I don't want it. Um, please let me have vegetables to eat and water to drink and give me 10 days, 
right? Because the king's man was like, yo, like I can't, I can't go against the king and have you eaten anything less than what he is determined. And then when I take you before him, you look crazy. You are weak. You can't do what you were brought here to do. Then my life is on the line. My job is on the line. My well-being is on the line, right? And so you need to consider even this in the cost of the dream, right? There are other people who are going to be impacted by your willingness to pay the price, right? By your willingness to do what it takes for the dream. The other people around you will serve as reminders that the dream is not free. There is work to be done. There are costs to be considered. There are prices to be paid. There are sacrifices to be made. And so Daniel's like, listen, give me 10 days. Let me show approved. And it says, as the story goes on in Daniel 1, that after 10 days, they were so strong. They were so strong. Their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. So much so, right? So much so that they decided to change everybody's diet to what Daniel had been eating, to what he had chosen to eat, right? Daniel became the standard of excellence. He became the standard of excellence. He shifted the atmosphere and he wasn't even the king. He shifted the atmosphere. He changed the system of what the king had determined was best because he was willing to sacrifice and surrender what everyone else thought was the standard. He was courageous enough to execute in excellence, even though to other people, he was on the lowest level, right? The king's way was the right way until ja until Daniel showed approved. And so I want you to consider the cost of the dream. And I want you to take a step back from the hustle you've been engaging in, from the way you have been looking at what everybody else is doing and trying to mimic it and trying to model your life and your days and your time and what you post on social media, even what you feel you need to eat or drink because of the way that others have decided you need to hustle to live your best life, right? Because others have told you that the dream is free. It is not. Daniel had to be willing to make some sacrifices, right? And then he had to stand on why he felt those sacrifices were necessary, even to the peoples in the highest level of power, even to those who were supposedly like him, right? Around him. When everybody else was celebrating being able to do it the king's way, Daniel knew there was another way that God would see fit for him to do it. And he was willing to put in the work and pay the price to do what he knew he was called and set apart to do. And it's not easy. It is not easy. It was not easy for me to put pen to paper and write the book that I wrote 30 days stay, right? To share my story. In fact, it was so challenging for me 
right? Daniel said, give me 10 days. It took me 10 years to show approved. I declared that I would write that book in August of 2006. I did not sit down to pen the book until August of 2016. It took me 10 years to pay for the dream. Because the reality was God revealed to me, he made it expressly clear that no matter how many journals you fill, no, ma no matter how many bucket lists you write, no matter what experiences you have, who is changed by the blog and how you share it, until you share this story, until you are willing to sacrifice and pay the price that I see fit for you to bring this, these dreams to fruition, it will not happen. Until you cease to allow what others believe or think or expect of you to defile you and the dream that I have placed deep down inside of you, you will not see it made manifest. It doesn't matter how hard, long you hustle, how many hours of sleep you are giving up. It is all in vain if you are not willing to cease to feast on what I am telling you to feast on. And so you have to ask yourself in this season, at this time, especially if you feel like you know God has placed something down inside of you, some gift, some talent, a dream, a vision, and you've been hustling and you've been doing the things, all the things, right? And if you take a look, maybe... By the standards of the world, you are living your best life. You're eating the best foods. You're going to all the places you want to go. You're part of the circles and yet something is missing. There's a void there. And you know, while you are doing good things, you aren't really doing the God things. While you may be accumulating the acc accolades, the one who is in the front row of your audience is not pleased. What are you feasting on that if you changed would change the world? Because what happens is Daniel decided to change his own world, right? He decided that he would not feast on the things that the king had decided he should feast on. And in doing so, he changed the immediate world around him, right? Everyone then had a change in their diet. What everyone was consuming began to change because they saw the change in Daniel. And then, of course, as you continue to move through the book of Daniel, you recognize that he begins to interpret dreams for those who are ruling the kingdoms. And in essence, the, re the world at large begins to change because of Daniel's revelations, because of his ability in the dreams, right? But there was a price that had to be paid for that to happen. Initially, he had to pay with what he was feasting on. And while in Daniel's case, it was the food he was consuming, it could be other things you are feasting on that if you changed your consumption of would change the world. For me, in large part, to get to the point where I could even sit down and write 30 days stay, I had to stop feasting on what others, others thought of me. I had to stop feasting on 
what others expected of me. I said, I also had to, if I'm very honest, I had to stop feasting on stuff because the time that was required for me to invest, for me to sacrifice to write 30 day stay in 30 days during the month of August, 2016 meant that there were some money generating activities that I could have been doing in that moment that I had to sacrifice. And in doing so, I had to trust that God would provide because I was feasting on what he would have me feast on. And so it could be that you are feasting on the consumption of things, the accumulation of money, because all of this plays into the hustle mentality, right? If you know nothing else, if you take nothing else away from today's episode, it should be that grace, obedience, and sacrifice will take you places that hustling just cannot. Because what I learned over that 10 years as I was running up the hill to achievement and success, right? I was running away from the dream and the price that it would cost me to to manifest it. When I got close to the top of the mon- the mountain, the hill I was running up, I recognized that was not the mountain or the hill that I was supposed to conquer anyway. And so some of that hustle, some of that labor had been in vain. And so it may be that you will have to eat some humble pie as you grab hold of the truth that the dream is not free because you will have to pivot. You will have to change the trajectory of where you are going, the speed you are going, and it's going to look like to others. And maybe if your perspective is skewed, it will even look like to you, you know, you have fallen off, right? Like, You aren't doing anything like, oh, what happened to Tiff? She used to do X, Y, and Z. Now she's doing nothing. And I believe that the people around, right? Even though it doesn't say in the word, but I, I can imagine that the people around were wondering like, what's up with Daniel? He don't want none of this steak. Like he don't want any wine. Like mimosas is flowing for breakfast. He's not drinking one. No, because he recognized his dream was not free. And you have to make the same thing. You have to embrace the same truth if you really are committed to getting to where God will have you go. And similarly to Daniel, you know, when I was willing to change my world in August of of 2016, when I was really willing to stop feasting on and being attracted to those things that were defiling me. And I took that time to sit down and pen that book. I changed my world, but I also began to change the world of those around me. And it is still happening in that this weekend, I spent time with 11 women, 10 of whom will, will now also be sharing their stories, be pinning their truths to change their world and also the world around them at large. But the dream was not free. 
and the price of the dream goes far beyond the cost that it takes to publish a book or the price that it costs to rent out a bed and breakfast and pay for the food and, you know, the materials that are used to carry out the retreat. The price you'll pay to manifest your dream will not be able to be tallied up on a calculator or fit into an Excel spreadsheet because it is invaluable. And so is the work that God would have you to do. And so I challenge you today to embrace the truth, you know, and to flip the lie, the myth on its head that the dream is free and everything else is sold separately. The dream is not free. There is a price to be paid and you need to consider to determine what it's going to take for your dream to be made manifest. You need to consider what you are attracted to that is defiling you and what you are feasting on that if you changed would change the world. In Daniel 1, at the end, one of the things that is written is that none are like the children of God. And that is because we recognize the truth that the dream is not free. In case you missed it, I have created a, th a four day challenge called the Reclaiming My Time Challenge. And I strongly encourage you to engage in this challenge, to invest the time in this challenge, to really, really begin to dig deep and do the work, pay the price, right? Make the investment in your dream. If you really want to live your best life in 2019, if you really want to do work that is going to change the world, whatever that means for you, you've got to reclaim your time and you've got to reclaim it in a way that is honorable and that will glorify God in the process. So you can get the link to sign up for the challenge in the show notes, or you can go to bit.ly slash reclaim 2019. And of course you can share with me your feedback, questions, comments about today's episode via email at hello at tiffanyhuffexperience.com. Additionally, if you want to read the book, I referenced that as it only took Daniel 10 days to show approved, it took me 10 years to show approved and write. I will also link um, the information for 30 Day Stay to the show notes. Please, if you have not already, subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Apple iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, leave me a review, a comment. What did you think about today's episode? What would you like to hear in future episodes? 
what works, what isn't working for you on the podcast. I would love to hear from you. I do this for you, of course, as an act of obedience, but it is to serve you, to help you move from setback to impact and change your world as well as the world at large. I am excited to hear from you and to see you begin to make your dreams manifest. Of course, I look forward to meeting you here next Tuesday. Have an amazing day, week. Be blessed.